Welcome to a series of talks about objective consciousness, an objective universe, and an objective way to awaken, expanding upon the works of George I. Gurdjieff and Russell A. Smith. Due to popular request, we have made available the first two chapters of the audiobook of The Blueprint of Consciousness. This podcast is part six of chapter two, The Uncreation of the Universe. And in this part, we look into the detail of how the symbolic Enneagram became the diatonic Enneagram, how creation began, how much something moved becomes what it is, and why the universe was created. Let's begin. The Blueprint of Consciousness An Accelerated Path to Awakening by Russell A. Smith Chapter 2 The Uncreation of the Universe Part 7 Cosmic Secrets Page 24 Here we show a diagram of creation with two octaves. The first showing separated forces even thirds octave structure even sevenths and the second showing separated forces even thirds octave structure diatonic except for T. With this interpretation the process of creation becomes comprehensible. God, the absolute, Do 336 vibrations, acting upon the note Fa at 240 vibrations, moved the Fa Mi stopinder away from himself until the note Fa came into alignment with force 2 at 224 vibrations. The resulting structural alterations are truly miraculous. We can conceive what happened during this alignment if we envision the fabric of the universe as a flexible, stretchable and non-compressible fabric. The notes that were at 4 sevenths, 264 vibrations, 5 sevenths, 288 vibrations and 6 sevenths, 312 vibrations were displaced when the absolute moved far from 3 sevenths, 240 vibrations, to force 2 at 1 third, 224 vibrations. From this same movement, the notes that were at 1 seventh, 192 vibrations, and 2 sevenths, 216 vibrations, were also displaced, flexing this portion of the octave into what we call the cosmic rumple. It is indeed quite remarkable that when far 240 vibrations came into alignment with force 2 224 vibrations la 288 vibrations also came into alignment with force 3 280 vibrations with this one movement far 240 vibrations juxtaposed with force 2, 224 vibrations, the absolute altered the entire structure of the law of seven and achieved 
common alignment with all three separated forces. Amazingly, the new position of each note, except for T, is in exact correspondence to the diatonic scale. Or rather, we should say, created the diatonic scale. Pages 26 and 27. Now, let us examine the correlation between the displacement of each note and its diatonic position in the octave. Before creation, the octave existed with all three forces at each place, and since every note enjoyed the totality of all three forces, a wholeness was present at every note. The wholeness filled the interval between the notes until the sounding of the next note, which also had, for itself, all three forces present, its own wholeness, and so on. After creation, when the three forces were separated, the wholeness, which required the presence of all three forces, was encapsulated in the totality of the octave. Here, the three forces could no longer unite at each note, but required the unification of an entire octave. First, we will need to investigate the displacement ratios that occur within the wholeness between the notes, pages 24 and 25. When the notes were displaced, the wholeness was split into two segments. The segments reveal a ratio created by the incursion of the displaced notes into the wholeness between the notes. Note, there is no LAT stopender in the diagram because at the completion of creation, no incursion befell the LAT stopender. That is, the note LA was displaced down into the wholeness LA SO, page 24, and the note T was displaced up into the wholeness T DO, page 25. Second, let us compare the displacement of the notes in the wholeness between the notes left with the location of the notes in the diatonic scale right. And here we show a diagram of the wholeness between each note and the wholeness of the octave. For stopenders do re, re mi, mi fa, fa so, so la, and ti do. Notice that fa, so, and la are mathematically the same in each wholeness, while re, mi, and ti are mathematical mirror images. Indeed, it is quite remarkable that the diatonic ratios reflect, either directly or indirectly, the precise amount of displacement that was incurred by each note during the changing of the law of seven. It is as if how much they moved became what 
they are. We can now go beyond the incredible if we realize that the amount that each note was displaced became what it is now. Just think of that concept. As you are altered, so you become. That is indeed incredible, beyond belief. It happened to every note. The note so moved into the so far interval. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 20 fourths. Dead center in the interval. Where is so in an octave? Dead center. As you are displaced, so shall ye be. The note la moved into the la so interval. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, twenty fourths. Dividing the la so interval into one third and two thirds. Where is la? In an octave, one-third down and two-thirds up. As you are altered, so shall ye become. The note far moved into the far-me interval. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, twenty-fourths. Dividing the far-me interval into two-thirds and one-third. Where is far in an octave? Two-thirds down and one-third up. As you are changed, so ye shall be. The notes that were stretched are exact relationships. The notes that were rumpled are reciprocals. As you are changed, so shall be your new name. The note me moved into the me ray interval. One, two, three, four, five, six, twenty fourths. Dividing the me ray interval into one fourth and three fourths. Where is me in an octave? The reciprocal of that. Three-fourths down and one-fourth up. Your position in the interval reflects your position in the octave. The note re moved into the re-do interval. One, two, three, twenty-fourths. Dividing the re-do interval into one-eighth and seven-eighths. Where is ray in an octave? The reciprocal of that. Seven-eighths down and one-eighth up. You are the mirror image of your movement. The note T got pulled back into the T-do interval, which we will cover in a moment. It moved one, two, three, twenty-fourths. Dividing the T-do interval into one-eighth and seven-eighths.
Where is T in an octave? The reciprocal of that. Seven-eighths up and one-eighth down. T moved one-eighth into the T-do interval and God's grace reaches down one-eighth into the octave. Russell's inner world lit up like the sun. He saw creation. He saw even sevenths. He saw how three separated forces did not align with the purity of even sevenths. And he saw a way to alter the even sevenths and achieve common alignment. So, Russell pushed one stoppinder further down, which caused a stretch and a rumple to occur in the fabric of the universe. And he changed the even sevenths into music, into his slinky, and into an eighth, a quarter, a third, a half, and two-thirds. And, oh my God, even the amount they were changed reflected what they are. That is, if you walked up to the note so and asked, What is your mathematical name? He would answer, A half. You could then smile and say, Well, that means you got moved a half, because what you are reflects your movement. Busted. It blew Russell away and gave credence to everything else he had discovered, because it delineated an exact model of creation, from the separation of forces to the changing of the law of seven, and explained the formation of the diatonic universe. It also provides a solid foundation for everything else we will be discovering. The structure of inner octaves, which shows how man can awaken. The emergence of oscillations, which holds the dualities in harmonic stability. The interaction of three forces, which provides growth and gives substance to the universe. A matrix of outer octaves, which creates the periodic table of elements, the Fibonacci series, and solves the enigma behind the filling of an atom's orbitals, and much more. If you made the model for yourself, you stapled one end of the elastic strip to the top dough, and you taped one end of the paper strip to the bottom dough. Why? Well, Russell imagined that whenever a note came into contact with a force, it bonded. The idea that God lengthened and shortened the law-conformable successiveness of the intervals implies that the ends of the octave had to be affixed to the doughs. If not, the elastic strip would simply slide down the poster board when you pushed on the far, and the paper strip would not rumple unless one end was affixed to the bottom dough. If you understand this, you will understand that when the far, which was at 72, met with the force at 56, 
it bonded. After which, God could let go. It bonded. It locked in. We repeat, when the far, which was at 72, got pushed to the force at 56, it bonded. Also notice that the act of pushing the far to the force at 56, likewise, pulled the la, which was at 120, to the force at 112. When la contacted the force at 112, it too bonded. Whenever a note contacts a force, what happens? It bonds to the force. So, the top dough is bonded to 168. The bottom dough is bonded to zero. And the notes la and fa become bonded to the forces at 112 and 56, respectively. When that happened, God could let go. And everything stayed locked in. The notes were bonded to the forces and the stretched elastic and cosmic rumple paper strip stayed fixed in place. But there was another change. The T-Doe interval had to be shortened in its law-conformable successiveness, which we will cover in a moment. The greater change in the law of seven was not done for the mere purpose of creating things outside of the Holy Son Absolute, because God thought it would be cool to have a universe to watch. Instead, the purpose of creation was to allow things to arise outside of the Holy Son Absolute and flow back into it, thus keeping the Holy Son Absolute from diminishing in volume. That is, God needed a return. So, after he pushed the farmy stopender away from himself, he said, I have successfully aligned the structure and the forces. The notes La and Fa are now bonded to the forces at two-thirds and one-third. Thus, the forces that were separated are now conjoined with the structure. They cannot be in the same place, like they were when they were a singularity, but they can act like they are in the same place, because they can all be participants in the same octave. I did it! Yeehaw! But wait, I need to get a return. I mean, it is cool that things can get together out there in the universe. That is, that things can be independently created. However, I need to get something back. Oh my me! What shall I do? I know. I will pull the last stopender closer to myself. 
that concludes today's podcast. If you would like a chance to read the whole book, The Blueprint of Consciousness, An Accelerated Path to Awakening, which is available as a high-quality 520-page hardback, and also as a PDF download, simply visit the store at our website, thedogteachings.com. The Blueprint of Consciousness contains an objective exercise in awakening that has literally awakened hundreds of people. Be free. Be awake. Be real. And realize your full potential as a human being. On our website, you will be able to listen to other talks, obtain diagrams, animations, supporting videos, and much, much more. In addition, you can also find us on Instagram and Facebook under The Dog Teachings. And, as a reminder, we have two Zoom classes every Saturday to assist you. Level 1 is freely available for anyone who purchases the Blueprint of Consciousness. And the other is for those who have obtained the Master Exercises and the Double or Nothing Exercises. See under Resources, Zoom Classes for more details. All at thedogteachings.com That's T-H-E-D-O-G-T-E-A-C-H-I-N-G-S dot com Goodbye. Until next time.